Hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Ah, take a deep breath, you know the drill. Drop them shoulders, release that tension. And then we're going to dive in. So, today, friends, this conversation is brought to you by something that a client reminded me of in a session. What's fun is, is sometimes people will say, you know, there's this thing that you said to me back whatever two years ago or whatever and and it made a huge impact and I think about it all the time I love those shares because first of all like how amazing thing to hear right um but also it tends to be something that I forget that I ever said and obviously if it's been that impactful on someone else a lot of times it's a good thing to talk more about so um When I made the decision a few years ago to move out of state, I had this, like, I had a lot of anxiety because everybody was, like, up my ass about it, basically. I was like, why are you doing this? What, you know, I don't understand. And, like, are you sure? And, like, the many, many questions of, like, why, 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 right? And the answer was, because I want to. Like, that was the answer, because I want to. And I didn't feel like that was an okay or acceptable response to people. And it was in a conversation with Tony, who at the time we were broken up, and he said to me, he said, Jamie, you owe no one any explanation for why you are doing anything, especially this. You do not need to give anyone an explanation And that was a very, like, a beautifully freeing permission slip and realization where I was like, oh, crap. Okay, I see what you're saying. And then, and also, like, holy, you know, that emoji when, like, the head's bursting open? It was that kind of a moment (laughs) because I realized how often I've done that my entire life. I would explain myself and my own life choices and decisions to other people as if they required an explanation or they um, were privileged to get one, right? Like they were, it was a necessary thing. And what I realized was is that it's expected a lot. Specifically in my, I I believe that this really is like a, a massive Midwest thing for sure. I'm not sure about other places. I think, you know, the more and more that I learn about other people, and work with other people, the more and more I realize how different life is in the Midwest as far as like the way that people do quote unquote normal and things like that. A lot of people don't move away, right? Like it's not a thing. You stay in your town. Like that that tends to be, especially in St. Louis, I'd say that like it's a thing, right? And so I recognize that a lot of people were upset about this were upset that I was moving. They needed to have an explanation. And I realized, like I said, I had that mind blow moment where I was like, wow, this has always been a thing. And how 
codependent and absolutely fucked up is it (laughs) for anyone to think that a grown human owes you an explanation for any decision that they make. We don't need to justify any things that we do. There is no justification necessary. Something that I've learned along the way too is that when we let go of the need to justify our choices, in that behavior changing, the level of confidence that you have in your own choices and your choice making abilities is on a whole nother level. The There's a different level of maybe it's depth, maybe it's maturity, I don't know. But when you realize that no one is owed an explanation or justification for anything that you do, nor do you need their feedback at all. Like end of story, right? And so I, what she was, what my client was telling me was, I remember you telling me you had that realization as I'm not required to give them an explanation. And then when I moved back from Iowa, same ball game, right? Everybody's like, oh my God, what happened? Tell me this, tell me that. And what was funny is my goal, when I decided to leave there, and not a lot of people know this, my goal was that I would not let this situation linger in a way that I would still be dealing with, you know, negative aspects of it years from now. Because that's what happens when we don't deal with things in the moments and we just like, you know, hide them, bury them, do life, do different things in life instead or, or whatever it is instead of really, really sorting through and dealing with something. My, I made a promise to myself and actually my friend Greg that I was like, I am not going to let this be something that I ever have to deal with again. I'm going to deal with all of the dark parts that it showed me of myself, all of the dark parts it revealed of my relationships with other people, and I'm going to do all of this work and engulf myself in the crazy depth, the darkness of it all right here now because I'm not going to do this again. This will not linger in my existence. This will not get stored somewhere in a cell as an untouched piece of emotional trauma. Like I was just determined for that not to be a thing. And I'm happy to report that that's exactly what happened. Um, It took a lot of work and I'm grateful, right? But when I moved back, part of that process for me was recognizing that I didn't need to tell anybody what happened. Shocking, right? My best friends don't even really know all the details of what happened. Is it because I didn't want to tell them? No. But it's because it doesn't really matter. Do you understand? Like the details of the conversation or the details of every little piece of it, they are irrelevant at this point. When I got back and I made the decision, I had made the decision. There was nothing else to discuss, right? Like I didn't need to relive and rehash every fucking thing that occurred when I was, when I was living there. And that's where I feel like we hold ourselves hostage due to the obligation we feel to justify and explain things to every single fucking person in our lives. And it's like, dude, unnecessary, exhausting, and a way for you to just continuously relive something over and over and over again. Like, why would we torture ourselves like that? Instead of dealing with something, making a decision for ourselves, 
and then doing what we need to do to move through it, right? A lot of times continuously re-talking about something over and over again with 12 different people makes it impossible for you to move through it. And I, again, in this conversation that prompted this, one of the things we were talking about is how normal it is in our world for people to to do this. Like I remember as a little kid, like my mom was always on the phone, right? She was always talking on the phone to her sisters, my aunts, like other people, right? And I remember listening to her tell the same fucking story to eight different people about something that happened in our lives or, or whatever. And I know that they all, some of them still do this. And it just, it's also like, man, think about how much energy you just spent retelling and how many times you just relived something especially if it's something negative. How many times did you just literally flick an open wound because you felt like you owed them an explanation? What if instead we taught people or we taught ourselves, re-taught ourselves, right? Or we teach our children. What if instead we start to realize that in order to truly heal from things, we have to make those decisions? You know what I mean? We have to make those decisions. The other side of that is work with a fucking professional, right? Like if you need to talk through shit, that serious shit like this, like these big things I'm talking about, work with a professional, work with a psychiatrist, work with a therapist, work with a coach. I have all of those things and I've had them all for years. And I will tell you right now, direct result of why big things that people are shocked that are no longer a factor in my life are no longer a factor in my life because I don't hide from anything. And I also don't talk about it with people who are going to number one, commiserate, try to commiserate with me or say, yeah, I know somebody somewhere who had this happen and it wasn't that bad for them. Or, you know, just these, those types of conversations and a lot of people don't know any better. So it's not at their fault, no fault of them, but like that's not productive. So if I would have sat down and told every one of my best friends, right, that I grew up with and my cousins and people, my parents don't even know every single thing that happened. I think there's probably three people in the world who do, quite honestly, because it doesn't matter. But if I would have sat down when I came back home and I would have relived every one of these situations with six different people, 10 different people, do you think that I would have gotten past it so quickly through it like literally through it not over it not you know whatever not around it but through it no and what would have retelling the same story over and over again to somebody who's technically like not to sound harsh but not at all qualified to have these conversations with me in ways that are in any way shape or form productive or constructive I should say to assisting me what would that help? It would make me feel worse and it would make them feel better. And that last part is the key point. That right there is why most people do it. But she wants to know. I don't fucking care if she wants to know. Like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. And that's my choice. And it, again, like I think in our, in our last episode, I talked a little bit about some of the twisted, like selfish things that we ha- have come to expect of others or of each other, and this is one of them, like, my situation, like, knowing the details of my situation shouldn't be something that makes you feel better. Your feelings about my situation have nothing to do with me. 
fact, right? We don't have to give explanation. We don't have to give justification. Because here's the truth. When we do, we're either appeasing someone else, like I just said, or we're looking for a couple of things. Validation or approval from that person or the six people we decide to talk to about the decision we're trying to make. Or it's either validation or approval or for them to talk us out of it. Those tend to be the reasons why. And people will keep telling the same fucking story to every single person that will listen until they get the answer that they want. Until they get the commiseration that suits what they're needing. And then the twisted cycle continues. You know, recently I was having a conversation with somebody about being unhappy in their marriage. And I was giving advice about steps to take, conversations to have, um, how to set up therapy, ways to make it the most productive, books to read, ways to stop reliving things that have happened in the past and how like letting go of that is one of the only ways that you can move forward and things like that, right? Very constructive, very positive conversation. Steps prepared, right? Here's the things that we need to do to make this work. A few weeks later, see the person again. And listen to them commiserate with another married person about how horrible their significant other is. Comparing stories about how shitty their marriage is and how horrible it is and how this is this and that is that and they're this bad thing, yada, yada, right? This is not an abnormal thing to happen. Like when I'm telling you this, this is not shocking you, I'm sure. But here's the thing most people don't realize. Until you're ready to stop having those kinds of conversations with people who are as unhappy as you, nothing's going to change. It's a fact. I mean, I don't really know what else to say about that. And I'm hoping that this is making sense. If it doesn't, please email me and let's talk about it. Because the truth is, is like... If you're continuing to surround yourself with people who hate their spouse and want to bitch and moan and complain um, about how horrible their marriage is, but then pretend like things are okay, or choose to do nothing to make it better, which is the worst thing, right? Let's, let's just bitch about it and do nothing to, to improve the situation. Then you should just get really cozy with your reality the way that it is, because nothing's going to change if you're spending your time with that type of exchange. The conversation that I had with them about the constructive things, the things to, to look at, the things to face, the things that they personally would have to deal with and let go of, you know, and acknowledge and the conversations they need to have, that stuff's not fun, right? But those are the types of conversations that create change in your situation. If you don't have those types of conversations, just expect everything to stay the same. And that's your prerogative. Do what you do, but don't bitch about it. That's one of my number one rules. You can have life be however you want life to be, but if you are not willing to do things to change the thing you're bitching about, then I'm done talking to you. <laughs> because I can't. Like, I, I, this is pointless to me. Complaining without the desire to do anything different is a joke. Like, just accept the thing that is and quit complaining about it. You're not willing to do anything to change it, right? Anyway, that was a bit of a tangent, although I feel like it definitely all 
you know, coincides with the same thing. And the truth is, back to back to the thing of not needing an explanation, that's part of that privacy factor where if you realize how to be constructive with what you share and how you share it, your life gets, number one, a lot less friggin' dramatic. That's for sure. And you're actually going to be making progress moving forward instead of wasting so much time on the other things that don't help anyways. Does this make sense? Here's the deal. Another aspect of this, when I moved back, and I may have referenced this before, when I moved back, I had this very unique and beautiful opportunity. Because when I moved away, every social contract I had had for 33, 31 years, whatever it was, had broken. Everything that everyone knew to expect from me broke. It was, it was erased. It was erased. And when I moved everyone here, I should say everyone locally here, when I moved back, I had the unique opportunity to look around and choose which ones I was going to pick back up, which ones I was going to allow to have what sort of access to me. And I didn't need to give anyone an explanation for that either. Because the more that you take responsibility for what you're allowing in your life, the more you start to recognize that you are responsible for what is in your life. Like if you constantly have drama or you constantly have fights with people and all this stuff, like you need to recognize that your choices are allowing this to be a part of your reality. So the validation, the approval, the justifications... They're not necessary, y'all. They're face paint, basically. It's face paint to hide behind. 100%. And I would love to make, like, I wish I could give you, like, a feeling of what the freedom is of not allowing those things to be a part of your existence anymore. It's freedom that you didn't know you could have or you didn't know you needed. I'll tell you that for sure. I'm going to leave this on one little other antidote just because it feels like I need to say it. Back to the story of people being really upset. Well, I don't know if I told you. Everyone was very upset. (laughs) I probably didn't say this part. Everyone was really upset that I didn't give them all the details of what happened. Very upset. They're still upset. Very much so upset that I don't give them all the details of what's going on in my life now, right? Everybody wants to know all the juicy details. Like, why? I don't, I mean, maybe it is juicy. I don't know, but whatever. But everybody was really upset that I didn't give them the details back then when I moved back. Whatever, my choice, right? Couple of years have gone by. Couple of whole years have transpired. My entire life is different. I am different. My business is, like, everything is different. And it wasn't all that long ago And this has happened several times, but it was like closer to when it all first went down. But it wasn't that long ago that I had somebody in my world say to me, I was so mad at you when you decided to move. And I said, huh? I was so mad at you. I could not believe that you would choose to leave me. And I didn't even address the statement because... Nothing that I was going to say to that, especially in the context where we were and the the state of some of the people's minds that were there, it wouldn't have been received properly, but it was just, 
made me laugh. Like I got a smile on my face because it was a reminder of the fact of how so many people don't think about anybody but themselves. Because that statement has nothing to do with me. Me moving had nothing to fucking do with that person at all. They were not a factor. It was my decision. It was about me, not about them. And it's just entertaining. Like I've had that said to me a couple of times in the, in the context of this is the last one I'll share because it's just mind blowing. You know, it was really difficult with this person who I don't know that well. It was like, it was really difficult to watch you, you know, make that big decision and then make this other decision and go through that. Like it just, it was really hard to watch you do that. And I just was like, excuse me? Like, oh, I'm so sorry that my life and your interpretation of my life, first of all, because you know nothing about the actual details of my world. Thank you, person who made this assumption. I'm so sorry that the details of my life impacted you in a way that you allowed that you allowed them so much to impact you that it was quote unquote difficult to watch. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like my eyes are popping out of my head still as I think about that situation. But it's just all of these things are said. I am sharing all of this all of these across the board to come back to the place of like your choices are yours and people the more you acknowledge that the better you will be and the more I hope people maybe who's listening or whomever starts to recognize how selfish a lot of their statements are and how that's not where they if they would potentially choose to put their energy elsewhere none of those little demons would be showing up continuously And it's just, again, back to that, like, obligation, justification, must share everything with everyone thing. And that's a really funny thing coming from me. If you guys have been following along for years, I share my whole life on the internet. My entire brand is the way that I do life. I used to share a ton more than I do now simply because I had more space for it back then. I'm doing a lot more work in certain cases these days where I don't have as much space for that shit. But I am an open book. I am an open book when I choose to be about what I choose to be. I don't owe you an explanation for a damn thing that I do or say. So when I say something, it's because I want to. So it's interesting, right? The difference between sharing your life in a way that is charged by obligation and because people want to know or because you feel like you're ha- you have to or you know you need to justify your actions and because you want to. <laughs> and it, it, it's an interesting dance. So that conversation, I feel like went, maybe it went a bunch of different ways. I don't know. But I hope that you pulled some nuggets out of it. That's always my intention here is that there was some sort of like, damn, yes, I needed to hear that. Or you were going, yes, to, this, to the audio, you know, as you were listening. I don't know. I just hope that somebody somewhere needed to hear every single part of what I just said <laughs> within this. Different pieces of it were meant for different people, I'm sure. But I want to close by th- saying thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for always coming into to my, my space and letting me come into yours. As always, if you liked this podcast, please share it with somebody who you think can benefit from it. If you think that the masses can benefit from it, please share it on your social channels or with your audience. That's always very, very helpful and appreciated. And if you want to tag us in it, um, we will repost you on our stuff, which gets you in front of more people. All of that good fun games, right? So thank you for being here. Have a great rest of your day. And if you haven't already subscribed, make sure that you subscribe, pop the notifications on. And if you feel so inclined to leave a review, we would love you forever for that too. Have a good rest of your day.